The impact of the pollution on tourism varies, depending on where exactly along the river the businesses and operators are located. This is according to the chairperson of the Mfuleni Tourism Association, Rosemary Anderson. The Gold River Reservoir area, which is the main area we're referring to, is about 64 kilometers long. So there might be a problem in one section, but not in another. So there's some results on the Vol River that have got no contamination at all. Perez, which is below the barrage, they're obviously receiving all of the pollution, and that's where they have been fish killed, and it has affected quite a lot of the tourism there negatively. Johan de Klerk owns a guest house on the banks of the Vol River, just outside the town of Perez. He points to the murky water as he gazes out over the stretch of river alongside his property. Well, under normal circumstances, you can walk halfway into the water and still see your feet. When you stand here, you can see 300 millimeters into the water. You can't see through it anymore. There's no activity. There's no organisms, no crabs. There's no life remaining here. It's all dead, dead, dead. De Clark is also the chairperson of the newly founded Vol Action Group. He says the town's tourist trade has been hit hard by the pollution from upstream. And that report uh, by Jermaine Kricher. Now, um, we cross now to the Department of Water and Sanitation's regional head in that region, uh, Busiso Mtembu. Mr. Mtembu, thanks for speaking to us here on Update at Noon. Uh, thank you, Sakina, and also uh, good day to you. So it seems, after all, it was a lack of maintenance uh, to the sewage infrastructure by the municipalities that are to blame for the contamination in the Val River system. Which communities are affected, first and foremost? Um, Sakina, there's quite a a range of communities uh, that are affected, primarily along the Val River. Um, To specify one, it it will not be correct. Because we have a number of uh, pump stations that are, are not functional, that uh, together with the municipality we're trying to uh, um, see how to get them operational, so that to limit the pollution that is coming out of the the, the pump, pump stations, as well as some of the pollution that we just had before the fish kill. Uh, we had a, a strike in one of the wastewater treatment facilities in Sibokin, where the community had barricaded access by the operations and maintenance team, so they couldn't make it to site. So whatever that was coming in uh, was, was to the plant was also living on the other end. And that uh, a week, or two weeks after that, we then had uh, a fish kill. So, so uh, just to be clear, when did that happen? The incident it that ha- you've just spoken about? It happened the month of uh, June. Um, there was a strike uh, in, in, in the in the civil case. And uh, then uh, we had the incident of the fish kill. So how long has the department known about uh, the problem regarding pollution into the dam? We have been knowing for for years. Uh, As such, we have issued a number of directives and notices to the Infolini municipality. To date, there are 11, uh, which we have issued to say uh, the the pollution incidents need to be stopped. Some have been stopped, some have not been stopped. And uh, when we drilled deep, the whole host of challenges that the municipality um, um, reported to us was facing, one of it primarily being the funding to be able to, to refurbish a number of the, the pump stations which are old. I tell you what it sounds like, Mr. Mtembu. Yeah. It sounds like everybody is passing the buck here. And in the mm-hmm. end, it doesn't help the affected communities because they are the ones left with the stench of this, literally. Not necessarily, uh, Sakina. We, we have 
followed our statutory obligations as a department to ensure that uh, we issue these directives and notices. We came to the point where we are actually threatening to take the municipality uh, to court uh, for these incidents to be to be resolved. So why However, didn't we you? Have, we have to exhaust all the IGR um, 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 engagements before those steps could be taken. One of it we have to date, Sajina, in the city being regional sewer scheme. The department and, and Mpuleni and the province have intervened and have funded to the tune of over $800 million to try and, and upgrade the scheme so that we stop the pollution that is happening. And that, that is where we are at now. We are currently completing Module 6 of the City Bank Regional Source Scheme in Siboke, which will and, and, and take a lot of load from the existing, treatment, uh, existing module so that there's less pollution that is making its way out of the treatment facility. Mm. It doesn't sound good, Mr. Mtembu, because what I'm hearing you say is that you uh, you essentially issued an empty threat. You were not going to follow through on it because there were other processes that you needed to follow. But in the event where the municipality is unable or incapable of doing what they need to do with regard to uh, maintenance needs, you know, what ha- what has to happen to avoid this type of catastrophe repeating itself? There's a number of engagements, again. One, the province currently is, um, has taken the process of putting sec- activating certain sections of the constitution, section 139. That process is the first, the import- important process that needs to happen, which is uh, uh, basically taking certain functions out of the municipality to be, pro, uh, to be um, executed uh, by the province. So that is part of the IGR framework that we, it needs to be followed before we can actually um, 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 say we have all failed. We have not failed. Certain actions are already underway.